Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. I'm actually recording this on a Monday morning at 6.15, which is normally when I schedule the podcast to go out on a Monday morning at 6.15, or a solo one anyway. Um, usually because, oh, I try to do the podcast over the weekend, so I feel like I am more, or... I feel like I have better perspective on the weekend because there's less actual work to do. Although maybe, actually, maybe that's not true. Maybe it's because I do my check-ins on the weekend and normally it's someone's check-in that makes me think this would be really good to do on a podcast. Anyway, I'm doing it on a Monday morning because I have committed to doing it but I was too busy actually socialising. I think a lot of people are probably trying to fit like a social life back into their life now because we haven't had one for so long. Anyway, this weekend I got to have my the first... Well, I went to the dump, which was really exciting. And then I had the, my first proper coffee in a coffee... Like out in a coffee shop. And that was phenomenal phenomenal and then I got to meet two ducklings which was unbelievable and my friend's little boy who's like I think he's six he's either five or six he's six he was like finally finally I get to see what a duck feels like (laughs) which I thought was amazing anyhow on to the podcast for today And thank you very much to anyone who listened to the 100% Committed podcast because that has had really, really good feedback. And this was actually meant to be in that podcast, but I got a bit carried away and I didn't want to make it too long because I thought it was a really useful thing that everyone should listen to. So this episode is more about mindset which is extremely broad but essentially I wanted to more broadly talk about how for most people successful dieting is more about mindset than it is about physiology because from a physiological perspective in terms of fat loss it really is or in terms of weight loss it really is as simple as energy balance And if you add in resistance training and eating enough protein, that means you're also optimizing your chances of maintaining as much lean body mass as possible. And then if you add in some good fats and whole grains, as well as a bit of fruit and veg, then you're kind of looking after your full health and your gut microbiome too. For for most people, that's kind of as complicated as it needs to be or to get most people the results that they're looking for that is all you need to focus on you don't really need to look outside of that but what is complicated is human behavior and honestly if it was as simple as the physiology side I would probably be quite bored of it by now but human behavior is fascinating and that's why I get more and more passionate about coaching as time goes by because I realise how much there is to it and how interesting it is and how much you can learn from every single client if you're listening. The actions and behaviours in themselves that you need to do to lose body fat aren't particularly hard or complicated. Well maybe a bit hard but not they're certainly not complicated. 
and actually I'm going to argue that they're not that hard but the way you think about things or about how hard they are or about how much you put them on a pedestal that's what trips you up and the likelihood is that you don't need a new diet or a new approach and it's certainly not that a calorie deficit doesn't work for you but what you might need is to change the way that you're thinking about things. And here is a little bit of tough love. Telling yourself, saying to yourself or to others, <laughs> I've had clients say similar to this, saying that you hate eating well, you hate exercise, you hate going for a walk, honestly is like saying that you hate breathing, that you just find mm, breathing all the time, it's so tedious, why do we always have to do it? I just find it really boring okay, well, these things you have to do to have a decent life. They are so integral to your health that you will have to do them. So telling yourself that you hate them is extremely unhelpful at best. Lots of things that are necessary are boring at times. Not every workout is gonna be exciting. And in fact, I absolutely love exercise, but I would say 98% of the workouts I did at home, especially during rehabbing my back, were very tedious and extremely boring. And I wouldn't say I particularly enjoyed them, but I know that if I wanna get results, I need to do them. And I know that telling myself that I hate doing them is extremely unhelpful. And I don't know whether social media has a little bit to play in this, in that maybe it looks like some people just really, really, really enjoy every ounce of exercise that they do and they never have to go and do a session that they don't really want to do. Or they never, you know, you'll always see people walking in the sun and it's lovely, but you don't see them walking in the rain because that doesn't make a nice Instagram reel. <laughs> well, that doesn't make it look particularly enjoyable. But that is what's realistic. Not everything is always going to be sunshine. And actually, I'm just thinking about, <laughs> I would say maybe mm, like at least 50% of the days here. Well, sometimes we get good weather. But my point is, there are a lot of grey days here. However, I only ever put videos up when it's really sunny. Because I just think, why would anyone want to see this grey sky? But... I can see how that would translate into, oh my God, it's sunny all the time in Dundee. Just like the person who only puts up their really good workouts and you must think, oh, they absolutely love every single workout that they do. And I can tell you that is not the case. But taking responsibility for your results means often doing things that at the time you maybe want to do, don't want to do or they take a little bit of willpower or they're a little bit hard or they're a little bit unenjoyable and that is just part of being an adult and being responsible for your own health and a rule for life that I love is not to complain about the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do and when it comes to healthy eating or you know fueling your body well in general and exercise and looking after your health, well, at least with those two aspects, eating well and exercise, you can't really outsource those. Yeah, you can get a personal trainer. Yes, you can, I don't know, order meal prepped food so you can make it easier for yourself, but you still have to do those things. 
And so you're going to have to start to find a way to enjoy it, or at least if you don't enjoy it, appreciate the way it makes you feel. Because if you don't, it's gonna be an uphill battle. And health is going to be an important part of your life forever. So you should start embracing it. Well, that little bit doesn't really fit into what I wanted to talk about on the podcast today. <laughs> but it came from somewhere and now it's it's out there. So hopefully that's a bit of a head check if you're telling yourself that you don't enjoy exercise. Although I would say that mm, 99% of the people listening to this probably doesn't apply to, probably preaching to the converted here, but hey. Okay, what I did want to talk about was about how the same approach given to you with a different delivery, a different mindset or using a different way of thinking about things or a mental model can be the difference between you getting results and you not getting results. And that's why I'm always talking about how it's so important to find a coach that you resonate with and that you can get on board with the approach they take and the mindset they have and how they can get you there. So even if you don't have an aligned mindset, I guess, at the time. There's something that resonates so that you think that they can help you change your mind or they explain things in a way that just, like, click for you. And it may seem unimportant. Like, I think most people are like, oh, yeah, well, when I'm looking for a personal trainer, I look for someone who has qualifications, specialises in this, like, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the most important thing that you resonate with them and also that you respect them enough or their ability enough, their experience enough, like their quality as a coach, that you're gonna listen to what they say and you're actually gonna take that on. So if all other things are equal, i.e. these two imaginary coaches are giving you both a sensible diet and a training regime, your relationship with your coach is going to define your results. You need to find someone who can see how you think and the mindset that you're stuck in and how to get you out of it. Like, this is cliche, but you need to find someone who gets you, you know, just gets you. Uh, here, here are a few examples of what I mean, because I don't know if that sounds quite abstract. So things that might slip you up or that I see slip up clients quite a lot is, right, example one, the behavior, the constant behavior might be having pudding at a restaurant. And person one might say, I can't have this pudding because my coach told me to stay on track. But person, person? person two might say, I'm choosing not to have this pudding because it's not a puck yes. And thus it's a no. This little hint there, person two was my client. Well done if you guessed that correctly. But in this situation, person two feels less restricted, but also empowered by the decision they made rather than feeling like they had no choice or that the decision was forced upon them, which is how person one would feel. A second example, this time the behavior might be not having a burger and person one their mindset might be, I can't have this because it's not my cheat day. Whereas person two's mindset might be, 
I can eat anything I want, but I'm choosing not to do this at this time. I'm choosing not to have this burger at this time because it doesn't align with my goals for today. Who do you think is more likely to A, feel over-restricted and B, end up overeating on burgers as soon as they are quote-unquote off the diet because they've over-restricted them and because they feel like they can't have them at the moment but as soon as they've finished the diet then they can have them. And a final example might be going for a morning run after a big meal the night before. So person one might be like, oh, I need to go for a run this morning because I need to burn off all the calories that I ate over the weekend. And person two might be saying, I get to go for this run and I'm quite excited to feel really well fueled because I have eaten quite a lot this weekend, which is fine. And I'll see if I can run a little bit faster or further today because I'm so well fueled. It's the same situation, but it's a very different mindset. My point here is that the behaviours are exactly the same. So to the outside eye, you might be like, oh, right, they're on the same diet plan. Like, fine, must be the same. But the mindset behind them is different. And that is hugely important. So as a client, you might be like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I did before on a different programme. But I feel so different on this programme. And it's because of the reasons behind the actions the actions might be the same it's the difference between I get to do this and I have to do this and we massively increase how hard something is by the way we think about it and for some reason we put weight loss on this pedestal like most of my clients have achieved amazing things things that are far harder than fat loss they have incredible careers, they have a family life, they have education, they've, you know, maybe run a marathon, they've done incredible things. In fact, I have one client in particular at the moment who is a single mum who is working a full-time job but then also studying out with that. But yet, for some reason, she puts fat, fat loss on such a high pedestal that that's the thing she can't achieve. Of course you can achieve that. You're doing things that are far harder than that, far more impressive than that. If you can do all of that, then you can certainly lose a few pounds. It is so within your capabilities. And another thing that I've been pondering this weekend, I did get some perspective this weekend. Great. We need to stop focusing on putting tangible process goals or progress goals even, so high up on our priorities. And I would argue that chasing quote-unquote progress is often what's holding you back because so many people are frustrated by lack of quote-unquote progress. And the reason I'm doing quote-unquote is because it's often undefined progress. It's like, oh, you know, I, I don't think I'm making any progress. Oh, okay, what makes you think you're not making any progress? Oh, I haven't, I'm not really, like, what are you actually trying to make progress in and what does that look like? And I think that's often where the disconnect is. You can't see exactly what the what progress would look like, but you're annoyed you're not making it. I want it, but I don't know what it is. Ah, my life. But that, my friends, if you're thinking, oh yeah, sometimes I do want something, but I don't know exactly what it is. That's what journaling is for. 
to figure that shit out. But back to health and fitness, because here's the thing. Health and fitness is a lifelong pursuit. So stop putting unnecessary pressure on yourself to meet this arbitrary weight goal by a certain date. That completely ruins the enjoyment. It's like organised fun, i.e. it's not fun, because you've put so much pressure on it to do it at a certain time. Exercise and eating well makes you feel incredible. Try to embrace that instead of always focusing on a progress marker. Try this, okay? Come with me on this journey. (laughs) Take any quote-unquote progress measure. Take all of them, in fact, out of the equation. And you'll realise that you would be choosing to do the things you're doing anyway, even if it's just to feel good. I had this discussion with a client recently who is in incredible shape and wants to get just a little bit bigger or and a little bit leaner, <laughs> like all of us. But, and she was getting a bit frustrated by the progress, but I know that she absolutely loves what she does anyway. And I just said, you know, let's take all this away. What would you do? What would you do this week if you weren't going to make any progress. And she's oh, you know, I still go to the gym because I really like it. Right, so stop putting on so much pressure and she'd still eat well because it makes her feel good. And when you realise actually you would be doing these behaviours anyway, even if you didn't have this arbitrary goal that you're putting so much pressure on, then you can start enjoying it again. Because I think goals can, they can certainly be good but they do have a shadow side as well but taking the pressure off these goals changes your mindset from I have to do this because I'm on a diet or I'm on this certain plan to I get to do this because it makes me feel good and it's certainly not a waste of time if you're not losing weight or if you don't meet x by x deadline don't get caught up in diet culture's presumptions that your goal is to be skinny or that your goal is to weigh a certain amount. You don't need to conform to those norms unless those norms so happen to be your goals as well. But your goals because you want them, not because they are being forced upon you. The take home I want you to get from this podcast is that weight loss will probably come as a byproduct if that's your goal but to take the pressure off and enjoy the journey because you will be amazed what happens when you do that. And I know that that is easier said than done, mainly because I'm going through similar, not with fat loss, but I guess more like the work side. Like I feel that if I don't put a hell of a lot of pressure on myself, I'm not constantly working, that I'll just get complacent and go backwards, which is like obviously a stupid thing. And potentially holding me back in itself because you are certainly less productive certainly less creative certainly less engaged and excited about your job if you constantly work and you don't take time off so I'll work on that and then you work on your mindset around health and fitness okay right deal perfect and I have some very excellent news which is that the new Commit to Six intake is open. So if you would like to sign up, head to esgfitness.co.uk forward slash 
commit to six. Or if you're interested in one-to-one coaching, just head to esgfitness.co.uk. And as ever, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please do share. And thank you so much for sharing if you are one of the people that already shares.